Tommy Lorenzo. And this is the Pop Style Opinion Fest. Hello, kittens. Welcome back to another edition of the PSO. I am the T in your Tilo, Tom Fitzgerald. And I'm here with a low in your Tilo, Lorenzo Marcus, my lovely husband. Hello. How are you, lovely husband? I'm fine. How are you? Fine. It's been our busiest week in 18 yeah, months. Yes, exciting. Very exciting. Yes, no complaints here. We are tired, but um, all through the summer when things were light on content and we weren't even sure if we were heading back into another lockdown, I kept saying to Lorenzo, just got to make it to September because we've got the VMAs, the Met Gala, and the Emmys all happening that month. And we are two-thirds of the way through that. We have the Emmys this Sunday, but we just... Uh, went through a week of more red carpet coverage right. than the previous month and a half combined, probably. Um, so it's been a crazy week. On top of that, we had bathroom issues and a plumber visited <laughs> twice. Yes, I do. And we had a vet come to take care of one of our cats because Tab Hunter has a little uh, sort of abrasion on his lip that he gets from over rubbing. But it's taken care of and it's gone. But we felt like we wanted to try uh, vet, you know, you know the service. The home-based vet. Yes, where the vet comes to your place. So we decided to try that, and it worked. Uh, I, I really enjoy it. Because Tab that. is a big, scaredy cat. Not only that, I mean, just I I get stressed every time I take my cats to the vet. So, yeah. so this was nice. And it so worked. on one day this week, I think it was Monday. I, I believe it was Monday. We were doing VMA's coverage, because that had been Sunday night. We had a vet visit. We had the plumber visit. And we had a Zoom call for... S- something business related that uh, you know it's in the planning stages right now um all happening at the same time and we knew that the met gala was coming in a couple of hours i don't even know how uh, we made it through that without losing anyway but it's great um and i'm looking forward to relaxing for a little bit this weekend before we dive into the emmys and on sunday uh, we had our oh, it was our 25th anniversary this yeah. week for of our first date. So we did take a break and go out and do that, which was nice. We yes. went to a nice restaurant, so it was good. And it is the second half of September, which means for me, my internal clock, it is it is now legitimately pumpkin spice time. <laughs> so I think we're going to get Ooh, out all our yeah. little fall decor stuff this weekend. All pumpkin the, pie. All yes. The, and yes, if you want, I'll make you a oh pumpkin pie. Oh my God, pie. it's the best thing in the world. I'm feeling it, you know? I'm, yeah. Even though it's still warm out and it's still shorts weather, I'm feeling it. Okay, so we have a few things to talk about this week. Once again, we are choosing violence. We're jumping <laughs> straight into the kind of things that get us yelled at. Um, we're going to talk a little bit more about uh, Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez's dress at the Met Gala, which, you know, lit oh my lit the world God. on fire this week. And we wrote about it. Of course, we did. Um, I made the call immediately the next morning because we don't really cover non-celebrity figures and we try and really stay out of political right. stuff. And she's she's not it's not as if she's like the first lady or something and doing something certain. No, it was an overtly partisan political act that she did. But I knew that we were covering it because I knew it was going to be number one, the most discussed dress of the night. And it absolutely was. And number two, it was, um, you know, one of the things that I hope defines our uh, red carpet coverage is that it isn't just about trends and hemlines and accessories. It's about image craft. Right. Um, it's one of the things we try and infuse in all of our, just to give it a different flavor from, say, what they're doing over at Vogue or whatever. Um, so we've been always talked about image craft. It's a major part of our, our approach to things. In fact, our last podcast about parasocial relationships, we brought up that, right. you know, that's our approach. 
So I knew I was like, we got to talk about this. It on the one hand, it's it's risky as hell, and she knows there's going to be an incredible blowback, and it's just going to light people on fire. On the other hand, I it's so ballsy, I can't, and it's so on brand. It's so as a bit of political branding, um, it's it's perfect. It's flawless, um, and you can talk about the shallowness of that act of, of a politician using things like fashion and celebrity and, and these major galas to, uh, as a form of branding, but I'm sorry, how many male celebrities use golf tournaments and the Super Bowl and gun shows to brand themselves? This is the thing that always goes back to a lot of the criticism against AOC is that she is an Instagram candidate she is a millennial politician right, right. which means she is adept at image craft and overt about it in ways that people older than her or uh, right. in that establishment find distasteful um and let you know i'm not sitting here saying you have to love attention seeking politicians no of course not there's a healthy skepticism whenever politicians are that attention seeking but i just wanted to lay that groundwork um mm-hmm. right. about why we covered her and why we sort of, sort of defended the use of the dress. Sort uh, of. Well, I mean, her right, to, <laughs> basically her right to be there. Right. Which I don't... Which it, is questionable to no, me. No, it is not questionable. If people are trying to question it, and I'm going to toss to you so you can mm-hmm. get into all that. Um, but I just wanted to say my, our first impulse was not, first off, it's an ugly dress. I'm not even going to pretend it's... Right. A, and, and I still maintain, you and I both maintain that... Um, message high fashion message fashion is usually pretty tacky like literal words on gowns is usually pretty tacky and that's still the case here um so that's part of the reason why we're revisiting it because um with a podcast you can get into some of the nuances of it i know you have criticisms and i want you Mm -hmm. i was like let's let's hear them let's hear lorenzo's criticism so i'm tossing to you you go and give me your thoughts on aoc on the um the the complaint, ethics complaints that have been filed against her, all that stuff. Right. Now, I first of all, I the thing is that I don't actually I don't have a problem with her being there because, as you mentioned, several politics have been invited politicians, before. Politicians, yeah. Politicians, I'm sorry. Politicians have been invited before. Um, so, and uh, she just happens to be one very vocal, very very famous, quote unquote famous, because of social media. She's on Instagram talking about her lipstick and everything. She's very present. Her visually right so people know her more than they know other politicians um so yes she was going to be there i i personally don't i guess i never paid attention before to politicians uh, attending the event because i didn't care about them right i was more focused on models and 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 actors of course of course uh so it never bothered me before i'm being honest here never bothered before because i never paid attention to them when when hillary clinton everybody else attended the event i didn't care because i didn't care Right. Um, they didn't have anything interesting, right. you know, visually, any interesting dress or whatever. So I didn't pay attention to them. So this is the first time that exploded and, and everyone is looking at her. Right. So that's what I mean by I I I personally don't think it I personally don't think politicians or anybody else should be invited to the gala. But that's just me. But at the same time it's kind of ridiculous because that's how galas work. That's how Big events in New York like that work. Right. I mean, they, it's you, a museum gala. Yes. Since invite, when do you not you invite, invite important people? And right. politicians are also part of it. So right. I get all that. Um, that's when I said it's question because I personally would prefer not having these people there. Right. Um, 
So she got invited and then of course they hate her and they have to find ways to criticize her. And one of them is like, why are you there? And we talked about this. Uh, right. And people have tried to turn this into an ethics issue. Right. Because she accepted uh, an invite to this party, which right. is worth 30000 And she accepted uh, the offer of this designer to make a dress for her. Now, I can pretty much 100% guarantee she does not own the dress. And I bet you that dress will be auctioned off for charity at some point. So I don't think that uh, that's right. going to fly. And if it is an ethics violation for her to accept an invitation to a museum gala, why was it not a violation when Mitt Romney went? Right. Hillary Clinton went? Right. Right. Bill de Blasio? Um, um, he was there. What's the other guy? Bloomberg went to many of them. Yeah. Trump went to about 10 of them. Now, I granted, know. he wasn't president at the time, but... Um, he was a political figure. Uh, Hillary was a senator at the time. Um, Carolyn Maloney is a congresswoman who she has gone there. many times. Mm -hmm. And she not only did she go, but she also wore a dress, a hugely tacky dress, with an ER Equal Rights for <laughs> women, women message on it. Uh, again, no one's filing ethics complaints against just, her. Right. And so... I don't want to say you're not allowed to have this point of view that, that maybe um, politicians shouldn't be going to these star-studded events... But I, I've been following politics for a really long time, and I've been fortunate enough to be uh, adult and politically engaged at a time when, when people um, formerly disenfranchised in politics were making historic runs, when uh, Obama was running and Clinton, mm -hmm. Hillary Clinton was running, and when, when someone like AOC gets elected, a young Latino millennial, um, there have been gay I've seen gay candidates smash down doors. I've seen trans candidates smash down doors. So what I'm saying is every time one of these door smashers come along, and this was very, very true with Obama and with Hillary Clinton, um, they look for ways to criticize them for things that politicians have always yeah. done. And they have to find something. Yeah. Yes. And that's my thing right now. I'm like, okay, suddenly we all want to have a talk to, about whether or not politicians should be invited at the Met Gala. But I am going to sit here and point out that we are only having this discussion because a young Latina yes. politician went. That's correct. And, um, and most of the conversations I read on online, on social media, Twitter, is it's very misinformed they have no idea how the met gala works who gets that's invited what I want you to and uh how they get the dresses and all that yeah so the thing is that you have to there are several ways you can attend the met gala um number one you can sponsor the event number two you're a major uh, celebrity actor actor actress um you also can buy uh, a ticket but not anyone can buy a ticket i mean otherwise the place would be crowded with millionaires you can't mm -hmm. um only people allowed by an inventor. Um, you buy a ticket, you buy a table for everybody, and uh, designers do that all the time. Right. Major houses. And a table costs around $300,000. Yeah. Uh, and a ticket is like $35,000. They found out, because they do now, that a ticket costs $35,000, and they immediately uh, assumed that she paid $35,000 right. for the ticket. Or that she accepted Yeah, I mean... Yeah, the thing is that... She was invited. She claims she was invited, uh, and someone else bought the table mm -hmm. and invited her. Um, so yeah, well, she's a guest. Uh, the Met, the museum has nothing to do with the with the gala, the event. Uh, the event is taken care of by a, 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 a nonprofit organization, I believe, or something. Uh, by Anna Wintour, she's the one in charge. Right. So 
she got invited then then you know she said yes and she claims that she as a politician as someone as a politician from new york her job is to right. attend events uh, that are open to the public like a museum like right. a, a, a you know a, a, something like that that she has to be there right. present uh supporting uh something like that which brings a ton of money you have to understand that when every time they have a, a Matt Gala, uh, people go to the museum just to see the collections. I mean, right. the Alexander McQueen is a big example that, my God, it was open forever and it brought a ton of money because right. everyone people went to the museum. came from all over yes, the world. Yes, to see the collection. So it does bring money to the city. Therefore, she's there. Um, the dress. Uh, I'm 100% sure that she didn't pay a dime for that dress. That, that dress was lent to her. It was made for her. The yes, designer yeah. offered to do the it. Designer, the designers make the clothes that people wear. Um, they don't buy the clothes. or And they most of the time, um, I'd say 99.9% of the time, they have to return the garment. Uh, I guarantee that is yes. getting auctioned off by the designer. Right. Um, who is, who ha- and by the way, has everything about the, and this was one of the things we talked about right. in our post, was everything about the dress, whether you agree with it or not, was consistent with who she is. Right. Uh, this wasn't just, I will, I can, I, I agree, actually, that it was a flashy, attention-seeking thing to do, and that's not mm-hmm. always the best quality to look for in a politician, and I, I agree she can be criticized for that, but... It wasn't a poser act because this is, I mean, her whole career as a politician has been based on this idea of like progressive Mm -hmm. taxation and progressive policies. And so for her to show up with a tax the rich thing, for her to choose or to work with a a black woman designer Mm -hmm. who is an immigrant, people made fun of her for saying that the woman was an immigrant because she came from uh, Toronto. Toronto, but whatever it's. It's not easy to come to to America and establish right. a business on your own. If it was if it was easy, we would all be doing it. Um, uh, so she was working with a black woman. She was working with an immigrant, and she was working with this woman who uh, established the fifteen percent uh, pledge, which is trying to get retailers to devote fifteen percent of their shelf space to black owned business. Everything about it was on right, board and right. consistent. None of this was bullshit because she walks the. This is the rhetoric of her speeches. This is the kind of bills that she signs on to. And then, of course, it turned into a whole discussion about whether or not she's a successful politician because she hasn't, you know, sponsored. Enough bill, and I'm that kind of stuff. I'm like, that's not what I'm here for. That's not what I'm interested in. And people were flying at us with these, and I don't mean in our comment section. I mean on social, on media. social media. It's always social media. It's I mean crazy, crazy responses. Oh my god, it was there insane. was plenty of engagement in right. our on our post, and I thought it was healthy. I didn't have any problem with with ninety nine point nine percent. I had to delete a few troll comments, but. It was more the social media response because, of course, these things get wildly. Every time we have something big like a Met Gala or a, a, any award, we get a ton of crazy people. Yeah, I want to talk about that when I get back from this live read, which we are about to do, yeah. because Uncommon Goods is sponsoring this portion of the podcast. And this Yay. could not be more timely because the holidays are coming and it's gift giving season. If you're on a mission to be the best gift giver ever this year, it's never too early to start crossing off your list. Whether you're shopping for mom, dad, teenagers, in-laws, or your best friends, Uncommon Goods makes it easy to find remarkable and truly original gifts for anyone. Uncommon Goods wants your holiday season to be stress-free. So check out their selection of thousands of items today. 
Uh, I know we've talked many, many times uh, with Uncommon Goods because Lorenzo fell in love with the uh, swivel cheese board uh, with the little compartments and everything. And we've had that for a little while. And um, I bought the poppy glasses, the drinking glasses, which I love. They have a whole section on their site for just cute, fun gifts. And uh, and they're just creative and unique. I mean, yeah. they're just All different awesome price stuff. ranges. Yeah, um, awesome like stuff. I'm looking right now, there's an edibles cookbook here for only 20 bucks. There are so many people on my Christmas list that would love an edibles cookbook. <laughs> um, I, there's this um, absolutely gorgeous, I'm looking at it right now, I might ask you to get me this for Christmas. It's an apron made out of repurposed uh, pieces of saris, Indian saris. Absolutely oh, wow. gorgeous. It's only $30. Um so they have fantastic gifts. They have this huge selection for everybody on your list. And I just want to say, Lorenzo and I, we love to shop. And when um, the world opened up again earlier this summer, we immediately went out to all, a lot of our favorite retailers. We were like, let's just go, you know, drop some money on whatever, uh, just because we wanted to. And again and again, even as recently as a couple of weeks ago, when I needed to mm-hmm. buy a housewarming gift, I should have gone to Uncommon Goods because I waited until the last minute. I went out to the stores and since June, it feels like the, sh- the shelves are empty and there's just no right. su- selection anymore. Not a like lot of supply. Stuff I don't yeah. know if supply lines are down, but it just feels like the retail experience is so dicey and we're heading right, right into right. holiday season. So, Uncommon Goods, I'm telling you, it's not a bad idea to check not them out. Who knows what holiday shopping will look like this season and the unique gifts at Uncommon Goods can sell out fast. So shop now and get it taken care of early. No matter what they're into, Uncommon Goods has the perfect gift from art and jewelry to kitchen, home, and bar. Uncommon Goods has something for everyone. Not the same lackluster gifts you could find just anywhere. Uncommon Goods looks for products that are high quality, unique, and often handmade or made in the U.S. They have the most meaningful out of the ordinary gifts anywhere. And with every purchase you make at Uncommon Goods, they give back $1 to a nonprofit partner of your choice. They've donated more than $2.5 million to date. So to get 15% off your next gift, go to uncommongoods.com slash T-L-O. That's U-N-C-O-M-M-O-N-G-O-O-D-S dot com slash T-L-O for 15% off. Don't miss out on this limited time offer. Uncommon Goods, we're all out of the ordinary. Right. They were also criticizing the design and like, who is this person? Never heard of it. The, Wait, I uh, just want to return to one thing because I said I was going to return to mm-hmm. it when we got back. But what you said about, um, hmm, don't give me that look, um, about uh, the kind of engagement we get after a big event when, like when it's the Oscars. But uh, the Met Gala is one of those events. And I always joke that it must. this is what it's like for a sports writer on Super Bowl weekend when all of these people who you never engage with the topic suddenly have are yelling at you for how you're reporting it. Um, and that is one of the things that happened this week with the AOC thing. It was just all these people who never followed the Met Gala, right. don't know anything about it, and they just think it's, uh, you know... Anyway, go ahead. They were criticizing the designer. The, the, they were criticizing the designer, like, who's, who is this person? Never heard of it. Never heard of this brand. But she's actually a CFDA uh, winner. Uh, she won right. the award. Um, so she, you know, she's... AOC is well represented, and it 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 made sense for her, the designer, to be there. I right, mean, she's invited by Vogue uh, to be there. Um, she's a, as you said, she's a black immigrant. She's, the, I, I believe, she's the first black uh, designer nominated for something. I, I guess for a CFDA. No, I don't know if it's for CFDA, but for the award or something. Right. Um, but she's she's a first. Um, she's a trailblazer. She is, and she works hard. She started with with I believe. In Brooklyn, with with a little uh, stand at a fair, 
uh, like a street fair or something and then developed her business. And now she has, you know, a full, full blown, you know, house, a fashion house. So right. anyway, so, and she, I mean, they worked together. They worked on this for a long, long time. Right. Um, I think the dress sure is ugly. I, I I'm think not going to lie. Listen, I hate stuff on me. Like I don't like letters or words or messages on anything I wear. I sometimes t-shirts, but usually I can't stand any of that. I feel like I'm exposed. I feel like people can see me through. Right. Um, uh, I don't know. It's just, it's weird. Uh, I don't like that. So I hate when clothes have stuff written on it. I, I actually th- thought the uh, design was ugly and tacky. I yeah. mean, the, the front of the dress, if you see the front of the, de- the dress is actually pretty. With it, no, it was uh, cheap it's kind of it's, it's basic, but pretty. But the back, I just thought, I thought the lettering was really, really tacky. The whole thing was tacky. Um, um, I should point out that there were people in the last several years during the Trump years that were showing up at the Met Gala in Trump gowns. Right. So uh, this sort of behavior is... Also tacky. I mean, I mean absolutely, yeah. but it is not unheard of. She was not doing something completely... Un- th- there have been message gowns at the Met Gala plenty of times. Uh, there have been political statements uh, at the Met Gala plenty of times. So I, I, that's why... I just don't accept all, like, how dare she do this sort of... I'm like, no, right, she was right. doing something that a lot of people... Her being there is not notable. Her doing a political stunt, it, the only reason it's notable is because she's the first politician to, to really... I mean, Carolyn uh, Maloney did do the ERA dress, but I guess that isn't seen as political as a, a taxation dress. And there was a lot of talk about what bullshit it is to walk into a party full of millionaires with a tax the rich dress on but i to me i was like well that's the point it's a kind of a ballsy thing to do right, it right. is a fuck you to the attendees it is a bull- and some people were like well i mean i'm sure most of the people there agreed with her and i'm like what why would you think the attendees at the met gala all believe in progressive tax no. no i'm <laughs> sorry we we We've known some wealthy New Yorkers in our time, and no, they can be progressive about a lot of stuff, but they don't want their taxes no, to pay for no. it. So, uh, no, she was not walking into a crowd that was going to welcome that no, at all. The message was for everyone watching, and it was for everyone because she knew it was. So, she knew that's the thing about her is, um, and here's why I think I sometimes defend her. And it's not so much that I, you know, I can disagree with some of her tactics or her approaches or her rhetoric, but um, she drives people nuts in a way that makes them say things that I'm like, that is so insanely short-sighted. Like, you know, she could have taken that $30,000 and donated it to schools or she could have done it. And all of that is true. Um, however, uh, a huge part of politics, especially national level politics, especially when you are change based, when you are not Mm -hmm. doing the status quo, your whole political brand is based on change. Um, then things like political theater become exceedingly important. Mm -hmm. And here's where I might piss off some Democrats in the, in who are listening right now. AOC is on the same level of people like JFK and Bill Clinton and Barack Obama in terms of staging a version of herself that tells a story of herself. Uh, it's political. They were all very adept at political theater. Ronald Reagan, very adept at political theater. She is of that same ilk. She is doing the same. I'm not saying that Ronald Reagan would have showed up in a tax in some sort of, you know, right. Right. But her whole brand is based on these um, symbolic moments and people dismiss that stuff way at way too easily because some of our most accomplished politicians were adept. Obama? 
Oh, oh my God, that that man had an understanding of political symbolism like none of his opponents got. That's why he was successful. I would argue that Hillary Clinton didn't have as deep an understanding, and that was one of the things she was so caught up in rhetoric and right, numbers but, and, and exactly, but really successful politicians, and that's true. I'm Trump. Well, that's, I was just about uh, to mention him. Really that's successful he, yeah. politicians dumb down their messages and appeal to people's emotions. And yes. she is doing exactly the same that. thing. Yes. It's very tacky and sometimes cringeworthy to look at. But you know what? A Town Called Hope was a really, you know, or I Believe in Hope or Yes, We Can. Some of that is very cringeworthy when you step away from it. She's just doing political theater and people are pissed off because she's doing it like a millennial. Right. And exactly. um, that, that's and because she's a Latina yes, woman yes. who is a socialist. And again, she is a socialist Democrat, which means she advocates for, um, you know, spreading the wealth. And so people feel there's some sort of um, hypocrisy here where she's going to these wealthy. Right. But again, um, she is a New York, pol- New York City politician, which means she has to support the city. And right. that is one of the most cultural culturally heavy cities in the United States, and it is also heavy with rich people. So she, to be a viable politician in that world, you know, she can't walk around in, in like, a communist wear advocating overthrowing the status quo because otherwise she wouldn't be a congresswoman. If you want a radical in Congress, well, good luck with that. But that's Mm -hmm. not how mainstream politics works right and the so, idea that she would donate the money first of all it wasn't her money she didn't buy the exactly ticket, uh, number one and then she wouldn't convince the person to give the money to her the person would invite somebody else right uh she took the opportunity and and ran with and the it. stage uh, yeah yes and she knew exactly what she was going to do right. um it, it it's sort of like i don't know it's it's sort of like a tinian award and all of a sudden someone jump on stage and, and has a message right that kind of like uh, and you uh, can roll your eyes at it yes. i'm right there with you you can find it cringeworthy you could say this is not really the place for that or whatever 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 but outrage come on some guy ran naked across the academy right. award stage 50 years ago exactly. and people laughed and are still laughing if you're that out, like they're filing ethics investigations yes, against yes, her, and that's yes. just bullshit, and that's all going to blow over because yeah, I mean several. Mitt Romney uh, went. Uh, uh, yeah, the American Accountability Foundation. It's all these bullshit. places are are, are filing. And she's a too dumb. Yes. She she dotted her eyes and crossed her t's. I mean, she's not. She's too smart. I'm not. She's she's too dumb. She dotted her eyes and crossed her t's on this. I doubt very much that she left herself open to an ethics complaint no, and she, accidentally no, no, no. accepted money. No, her Instagram Instagram statement was already ready to go. She knew exactly right. how people were going to react to this, uh, and it it it. It was all over the she internet. She spent all the yes. next day uh, yes. posting videos and, and, yes. and facts and statistics on her social media. She was about ready progr- to go. Exactly. She was exactly, she was prepared to respond. So it wasn't some bullshit no. poser move. She backed it up. That's my thing. You can think the dress is ugly. You can think she's obnoxious. You can think she's a attention seeker. Right. I wouldn't even consider debating any of that no, with no, you. No, no, no. I agree you can with think all that. The moment yes. is tacky. The mm-hmm. moment is cringe and whatever. But. I will argue when anyone says she wasn't allowed to be, it's no, because plenty of politicians have been there or that she shouldn't have had a message. No, because plenty of people have shown up with messages on their clothes at the Met Gala uh, or that she was a poser. No, because she had a full day of facts ready to go. And the only thing she was talking about was the same stuff she's been talking about from the minute she ran. Right. She is consistent through and through. This is not a pose. I 
I'm staking my reputation on the, I, I, I doubt very much that there's an ethical violation here. I, I would be shocked if they, they found they something. They also mentioned, yeah, the, the violation uh, people filing all these uh, complaints also mentioned the fact that she used a makeup artist. She used a hairstylist. She used all these people and she spent all this money. And, you know, they're, they're looking for stuff. Right. Um, we'll see. We'll see. Um, she, I'm, I'm quite sure that if she had been invited and didn't wear a dress like that, we wouldn't have this conversation. No, Probably wouldn't no. be having this conversation right now. We wouldn't have covered her. No. Uh, it wouldn't have blown up the next day. I mean, people would have been like, why is that socialist at the Met Gala? But they wouldn't have exploded in rage at her. She knows what she's doing. Right. And that is the one, the real part about it that I admire. It's like, well, she is ballsy. She really... Didn't give a shit. She knew that she was going to get... Um, she probably knew that she was going to get some sort of, um, you know, official complaint filed against her. But she did it anyway, and she had her rhetoric and her charts and her numbers ready to go. So I... Yeah, I mostly support what she did there. I do think it's tacky. I do mm -hmm. think the dress is ugly. Um, but the idea that she couldn't do it or shouldn't do it... Um, no, I, I don't agree. It was the talk of the night. I bet you Anna Winter fucking loved it. I oh bet she God. loved it. Yes, of course. Just the fact that this moment happened and she was using fashion to do it and everything like that. Um, so I don't think she offended anybody there, but I stand by my belief. She wasn't in a room full of people that want to be taxed heavier. Um, so they, they, I'm sure they just snickered and uh, and rolled their eyes at no, her. But they that, probably ran away still from her, yeah. ballsy to do something right, like that. Right. And the point is less about the people in the room and the fact that she knew it was going to be broadcast all over the world. No, that wasn't for the people in the room. That yeah. was for people watching the Met Gala. And uh, I guarantee her constituents are not mad at her for it. The people that elected her. And that's the bottom line. Right. Like, you know, other people from outside the state can get mad at her for it. But the people she represents, I guarantee there's, it's, she's not going to see a drop in her rates. the reason why people were complaining so much about it is, is because of what we said at the beginning of our conversation. They have no idea how the Met Gala works. Right. They thought she spent all this money. Right. Public money, you know. And um, they don't understand that it is an actual charitable. And then you say that and people are like, oh, yeah, for a museum. Well, okay, if you're yeah. of the opinion that museums aren't don't need to be charitably right. supported. Then I can't We're even done have talking. this conversation. We're done. Yeah, 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 exactly. If you think all public money should go towards schools and feeding the poor, this is what I mean about um, short-sightedness. I, I don't believe that. I, I believe there's only so much money that can go towards the, that, and we still have to support things like the arts endowments and you know creative and right, cultural right, institutions. Right. It's all part of the mix of serving the public good. If you restrict yourself strictly to feeding the poor and, you know, buying textbooks, it's a very limited way of looking at government. You're only going to get so much support from that. And it's a fashion publication doing it. Of course, it's going to be related to fashion. Right. I mean, this is not someone who's running. A, a she didn't show up in Congress in that dress. Right. It was everything about it was, as far as I'm concerned, appropriate, even if it's cringeworthy or tacky or attention. -seeking. I thought the whole thing was extremely tacky. Yeah. Uh, if you ask me, honestly. But... We're talking about it. The right. whole country tacky was talking effective. about it for days. Tacky but effective. So, yeah. Exactly. And if being tacky on the Met Gala is a crime, I'm sorry. There's about, I can name I about 50,000 people who should be in jail right now. <laughs> um, it's practically expected. That's the thing. It's such a flashy event that she stepped to the moment. Like right, she right. has, she has a celebrity's understanding of image craft and to some people uh, hearing that being said about a politician would think that. That's a terrible thing to say. And maybe you're right. I, I don't love 
politicians who mix their uh, career with celebrity. Um, I've never loved that. I never but, liked that. But I, as I pointed out, some of the most successful politicians in the last 50 years did exactly that. Ronald Reagan, Barack Obama, Bill Clinton. Um, the thing is that we're moving from just being famous to who has more followers in life yeah. in general. So that's why the Matt Gala had the first influencer. Uh, what's her name? Addison Ray. Um, yeah. Anyway, she was there. She's a big influencer. Yeah, but they that had means. Nikki tutorials there too. I mean, yeah. But my point is that they're bringing all these people who aren't necessarily in the movie industry or TV, right, industry, right, right, entertainment, and it's they're just famous for being famous for other reasons. Right. And you could see that a lot uh, at the Met Gala going on right now. And I think it's just going to get like that. Just going to. It's also um, like. I don't know if every year will be like this from now on, but this is the most political response we've seen to our Met Gala coverage right, ever. Right. Because of her. I don't know that it's entirely because of her. People were just, they were calling it the Hunger Games on social media. Right, like, right, oh, right, you right, know, the right. country's yeah, on fire. Oh, I see what you mean. Yes, and yes. these rich people are partying. And I get it. The national mood might not be in, in you know, whatever. But... Um, there was such an aggressive blowback on our coverage, so much of it. I was like, this is weird. Like, first off, I didn't throw the Mekala. I'm not responsible for it. <laughs> Second, you're yelling at fashion bloggers for covering fashion, which is... What are you doing? Please stop that. Anyway, let's not go there. No, let's not go there. The other thing about the Matt Gala that we I had some criticism and we talked about it, I just want to mention that a little, is that I wish, because of the theme, which is American fashion, I wish they had invited more American designers. Um... I don't understand why Christian Sirian wasn't there. Um, he was there. Lily Reinhardt wore his yeah, dress. Yeah, but he was. He didn't have a table. He didn't have a lot of people. I, I don't think so. I don't even know if he was there. I think he, she was there, but I don't think he was. And so many other black designers, more people, right. uh, up-and-coming designers that we cover, that even Vogue was covering for a long time, they weren't there. Um, I just wish they had made room for these people. I know, uh, and a lot of people don't know this, They ha they still have to invite... Versace, Prada, Dior, and all these people because A, these people have money to buy tables. It's, right. It goes back to what we said. It's collecting money to the museum and right. these brands have the money to buy the tables and because these people also advertise in the magazine and I'm winter, I can't say, oh no, Dior, you can't come. Right. Uh, but you made a very good point that, okay, let's invite Prada, uh, Versace, Dior, and everybody, but most of them failed when it comes to design something that would be inspired by American, you know, something. I just want to say about theme, it just irritates me every single year right. because, again, it's like being a sports writer on Super Bowl weekend. You have a lot of people yelling about, and I just, there are only so many times you can say, it's not a costume party. Mm -hmm. The Met Gala is not a costume party. When we say there is a theme to the Met Gala, what we are saying is it is related to the exhibit that is currently mm -hmm. being showcased in the, in, the, in the museum. And right now there is an exhibit based on American fashion. So nominally, that is, quote unquote, the theme of the part of the, of the gala. However... I mean, Anna Winter has been sharing this for how long? She defiantly never shows up in something that pays. She showed up in an Oscar de la Renta floral dress, which okay, I guess. I mean, Oscar de la Renta is an American, was an American designer, American based. But aside from that, she did nothing, you know. And she never does. She when it was the Catholic thing or the camp thing, no, she or, never does. She never does. She picks a designer who she likes and she wears their outfit, and she that's never wears it. something that looks like a costume. Never. So. Uh, what happens is in your coverage of it, everybody starts um, 
criticizing whether or not people are on theme as if it was a costume mm-hmm. party and it's not. And it's like, well, I mean, I can't tell people how to look at it, but that is not how that party is viewed by the attendees, that it's some sort of costume party. Yeah, but... Uh, I- and then it, when when you have people like uh, Kim Kardashian show up in that... Um, Ridiculous thing. Was that Balenciaga? Yes. Uh, where her whole face was covered and she looked like a Dementor. Um People just strained to find some meaning behind how it related to American fashion. And it's like, no, she just, mm-hmm. Balenciaga is her brand and she's an attention seeker and she got a lot of attention. It had really nothing to do with that. Right. But there's a line between costume and, 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 and inspired garment. Right. I'm talking about that. Uh, no, I know. They don't have to make costumes, but they could have made things they that, could have saluted american designers. right like even like versace for example with maluma i mean it, it's a basic leather look but it's it, a cowboy suit it's a cowboy suit and same it thing with like, lupita they yes. put her in that it was a very versace gown but it was all done out of denim and that's how you right that's the way to do it you can remain mm-hmm. whatever like dior could have done something yes. very that had yeah. you know that owed an homage to american sportswear or something right um and they, none of those people did it. And again, I don't necessarily think you have to critique the clothes, whether they fit that criteria. It right. is a high fashion party. It is not a costume party. And um, for instance, Kim Kardashian's look was one of the most discussed looks of the night. It was dramatic as hell on the red carpet. Um, and that's all that mattered. That's all that mattered to her. And to that's her. all that mattered to the designer. That's <laughs> right. all that mattered. Right. I also- if you put an American flag on it, it wasn't going to make it any more... Uh, you know, whatever. Go ahead. I I also maybe it was on purpose uh, because of what we've been going through. And didn't we didn't have a Matt color for two years, and now we had one. I don't know if it was toned down a little, but I thought the whole rep uh, presentation was really toned down and didn't look as elaborate as the other years uh, with the other collections. I, I mean, didn't get that really. Yes, if you go and look at the pictures, even the museum, um, the cases where the um, dresses are are exhibit. Uh, it's very simple, very basic. I don't know if that's on purpose or they're doing that because they don't want to go too crazy and spend a lot of money, but it does look too basic. I wish they had, I don't know. It does feel like they're not paying as much attention um, this year as they did before. And it kind of sucks because it's American fashion and you wish... Well, they are doing a second Met Gala in May, and it is a follow-up to this one. It's the same so thing. So maybe things will be a little better. Yeah. But, but it did feel, if you look at the pictures inside the museum and in the, in the exhibit, it's underwhelming. Um, anyway, that's we're finally putting our Met Gala coverage I to know, bed. I don't God, have another I thing to God. say about yes, that. Yes, so yes. I just want to move on to the other mm-hmm. slightly, because I, I don't even think it's controversial, but people <laughs> have to be weirdos. Um, Harry and Meghan were named one of the Time 100, the one of the you know the world's most influential people. They got an entry. They were given a Time cover, and because of Harry and Meghan, this whole, of course, it all erupted. There were body language experts, and you know they just, and it, they of criticized course. Harry for standing behind her and this and that and the other thing. And I again, I'm not really into. I'll start off by saying I actually think it's a weird picture. It is. Um, They look like mannequins in the picture. They're wildly photoshopped. The pose is strange, not because he's standing behind her. Too much of a close, but because he's sitting behind her, so it looks like he's crouched down. It's it. So it's really strange. And from a purely um, fashion perspective, I gotta say, if anybody came to me and said, "I'm thinking of wearing high waisted white pleated pants on the cover of Time magazine," I'd be like, "Girl, are you freaking crazy? What? (laughs) No, don't." 
I don't know why there she's wearing that outfit, but it's a terrible choice for a magazine cover. It just is. It is distracting. It is just this big mass of white on the cover. It's just I don't know what they were thinking agreeing to this if you look at if you look at previous covers um it is a very odd choice for a cover it really is it, it looks like an instagram picture they in look a way. like wax yeah. museum yeah, it, i don't know everything about it there's nothing of their personality in it they are just staring at the it's strange however everybody had to go completely batshit over this um and they, like I said, they were hiring like body language experts and talking oh about, God. you know, how you love that. emasculated Harry was because <laughs> oh he was God. behind her. Um, I made the point that I thought it was something of a deliberate subversion. And I think that's, I think you can overread these things, of course. Right. But Harry is a, is very much pushing her forward. The reason that's why yes. it's done that way is because right. they, he specifically wanted to make sure that she was the central figure and that he, that is a complete, you know, reversal of everything he was raised to believe about himself right, right. and his role that he should be, you know, he's the prince. He's, you know, the son of the uh, future king. He is all of everything he's been doing since they left has been a rejection of that. And, and the Oprah, I mean, do you not understand people when the, the Oprah thing was he fucking pulled the trigger on the relationship with his family. Like right. that's it. He pulled the trigger. Um, he does not want to go back or be that same person, yeah. that same person anymore. So I do admire the idea behind the picture, which was to very forcefully make the point that he is not her superior in any way that he doesn't, he's not living that life anymore. And I also think he is insanely proud of her and devoted to her right. and wants to look supportive of her. But as many people said, he looks like her hairdresser. <laughs> like he spun her around to show her the final oh product. That's exactly what it looks like. Oh my God. I don't know why he's so not just true. standing behind her. Is there with like his hand on her shoulder? <laughs> why does he have that crouched down look? It's just weird. Like I said, the cover is too close. I mean, they could have been. A little, yeah. Back up a little. <laughs> Again, though, you know what? Aside from choosing to wear it, that outfit or whatever, I don't know how much of this image was there. I mean, it was a time photographer. I'm sure that... And there actually is another picture of them where they're in a hallway in their home standing in front of a window. And it's actually a very... I'm like, why couldn't that have been the yeah. cover? No, um, we, we've had photographers come into our place to take a picture. We know how it works. This was... It's, and they yeah. took pictures of it that's, that we didn't like. And yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm that's not what I'm entirely, saying. I know people like to think that Harry and Meghan just have all this control over their... Or that they just took one shot and then that was it. That they have all this control over their lives um, and that they can control what picture winds up on the cover of Time Magazine. But I honestly don't think they... I don't think Time Magazine gave them control over photo selection. Mm, yes and no. Come There's a hundred people photographed for that thing. I don't think so. They used to... Choose a picture. I you don't still think look so. at it. Happens all the time. Not I, I in not cover pictures. No, for mm, news magazines. Not the final picture, but they still look at the pictures and they say, "Okay, these are great." The these. editor chooses the picture that goes on the cover. The subject does not. I'm sorry, Anna Winter would never ever let the subject I dictate disagree, that. But anyway, I don't. It well, it's you're factually incorrect. So mm, it's not no. a matter of disagreement. <laughs> anyway, those are. Our, do you have any thoughts on that? Um, no, uh, you, you, I, I just said what I had to say about the cover. I think it looks, it Weird. looks like an Instagram picture. Yeah, uh, it doesn't look like it belongs on the cover of a magazine. Uh, but you know, maybe that's what they're going for. Again, everything is so intimate, and 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 everyone w wants to make believe with this whole 
image that with their image today that everything is very very like oh we didn't think about it it was just taken with an with an iphone type of thing right that that's the way people are going right now for their image and, and pictures in general um so it does look i don't know unfinished un you know it doesn't look like it it was a lot of thought going at you know when they picked the the, the cover and everything else Agreed. I but once again, I do not feel it warrants anyone having any meltdowns. Like it's fine. It's a goofy looking cover, but people were acting like she's some it's sort not of a she cover. witch yeah. who has bedeviled <laughs> the queen's grands. I mean, they were complaining in the British press about how this was going to kill their grandmother. Why? Why would oh them being God. on Time Magazine upset the queen? Nothing has killed that woman. <laughs> I know. Seriously, come on. She's a freaking cockroach. Oh, please. oh my God. Anyway, and on that note, on that highly disrespectful note, for which we would get kicked off. Oh my of Twitter, god! Wait until you see the comments. Um, we'll be back next week with whatever crosses our eyes or crosses our desk. We'd love to hear what you think about these various yeah. things, but keep the politics out of our comment section. And the Emmys, don't forget our coverage. Yeah, yeah we're on the Sunday, Emmys. yes, more stuff on our site Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and so on. <laughs> All right. Until then, love you, mean it. Love Bye-bye. you. Bye. Bye.